Hey everyone, Joe Kenninger, the Dignity Dialogue today. I have a super special guest, and that is my business partner, my life partner, my wife, Danica Kenninger. Hi everyone. I'm super excited to be here. It's my first podcast ever. (laughs) So super excited. And uh, we're going to talk to you about um, an evolution of a brand. Tell the story. You know, we're going to tell the story of We Are Now Dignify. We've been Profit Co. since 2007. Before that, what were we? Jay Kittinger Advertising. Few people remember that. Jay Kittinger Advertising. And now we are changing our name to Dignify because we love changing names. No. So we're going to really. <laughs> Let's talk about the evolution of that brand. Um, it's an exciting journey. And I, th- I think it's a story about trying to stay relevant. Would Absolutely. You say? Absolutely. How did, we, how did we get started? Well, I worked at WBAY when I met you, and I met her at the Sports Corner Bar, which is now called the what? Uh, the Brick House in De Pere. The Brick House. Oh, and Julie's Cafe, I think, is in there as well. So we met on uh, St. Patty's Day. We did. It was lovely. <laughs> and, and you could find us once in a while on St. Patty's Day at the Brick House, just to have a, a green beer to commemorate how we met. She fell madly in love with me instantly. It was embarrassing, um, but I was I flattered. I think that's a little exaggerated, but. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, no, I uh, ran into each other, and she said, do you remember me? And I said, no, but let's talk. And we ended up talking for four hours. That's what led into uh, us starting an an advertising agency because I was at WBAY and you were working at Schneider Affleck. Oh yes. I was at Schneider national. And, I uh, believe. We got married. We got married and started our business in the same week. So June 1st is our anniversary of our company. And we got married on June 7th. I got Great that right. Job. right? Yep. <laughs> Yes, we're Jay Kittinger Advertising, and the reason why is because I thought I had to use my name so I could use my social security number as a business ID, which if your name is in it, you know, I thought that's easy. I could just use my social security number to get a business ID because I didn't know how to do that, and then you said. Which, that's not true. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I don't know what I said. (laughs) You were like, you could just get an ID. You looked it up. You know, you looked up online and like, it takes like two seconds to get a business ID. You don't have to be your name. But that's okay. It was. It was what it was. <laughs> so we were Jay Kittinger advertising for... Three years? Gosh, I kind of feel like it was longer than that. Well, it was, it was 2007. I think you're right. Because that's when the first book came out, The Brander in Chief. And that's when uh, we moved over on Main Street and started profit marketing and had the profit marketing system. Be a profit to make a profit. And we did that for many years. And you did uh, the, oh gosh, what were they called? The, prof- yeah. oh, they were like. Roadshows? Roadshows. The Profit Marketing Roadshow, <laughs> yeah. We used to entertain and uh, perform marketing information. And I know. you wore a bathrobe while doing it. Well, how was the ad profit? It was. I had to. It was a costume, but. First was the ad guru when it was Jay Kidding advertising, then the ad profit. So I had this robe, you know, that I wore with a big old staff. I still have the staff somewhere, and the robe is down in the basement. 
Definitely fits your unique motivation. Yes, I'm very unique. And I grew up, you know, as an entertainer. And <clears throat> so uh, I thought, hey, how do I use the entertainment thing to get this company going? Anyway, what found out that really works well is just sound marketing practices and helps the company grow. Who knew? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that led us to what? That led us to uh, Profit Marketing. We had PM Institute, Profit Marketing Institute. We had classes on different marketing things, uh, which really got us into the road of this education world. We didn't do that for more than probably three to four years, Profit Marketing Institute. Right? Yeah. Teaching, teaching small businesses marketing who couldn't afford maybe an ad agency. Yeah. And we brought other people in. It wasn't just you teaching it. It was we That's had right. outside vendors that would come in and teach clients yeah. how to do things. And That's right. I mean, today you may know us as Servant Leaders of Wisconsin. We started Servant Leaders of Wisconsin. We used that same philosophy to have meetings and, uh, and topics and people to come in to educate businesses. And we did that while we were advertising. I think most people were confused about that. Why would you have a Servant Leadership quarterly meetings for free and you're a marketing company? everyone was confused including some of our staff mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm. <laughs> why would you do that it's because i was so uh, enamored by servant leadership from my mentor dave skogan who owned festival food so festival was the company that really launched us and we loved them to death we stayed with them for 20 years while they grew to a big big company and didn't need us anymore and i think that's kind of the the, epi the epicenter of uh, a transition into organizational health too just seeing that you know, I think when you, you know, I thought we, we saw that coming. We couldn't maybe be the best in the world at, in certain areas of marketing that we're emerging, marketing now on Facebook and social media and all these different areas. And it was so complex. And my heart uh, was going towards leadership development and, and realizing that a company's culture is what really helps them grow. And that was inspired by Dave Skogan and what he taught me about the festival culture. Absolutely. Don't you think the, the transition's been like over the last, 12, 15 years. We've been in business for 22. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the transition into the space that we're in right now um, has really been yeah. the majority of the 22 years we've been in business. You're right. Matter of fact, I think it was, if we started in 2002, June, by 2005 is when we met Dahl Automotive, which was instrumental to our transition. They were the first ones who said, teach us servant leadership. And I said, I'm a student of it. I'm not a teacher. Yeah. And they'd have all their little snapshots pinned on their wall. That's that's how, yeah, during that time we had a Dignify, well, it was called About Me card. It's very early infancy. Um, and, yes, it was all analog. What do you think that was? What year do you think that was? That, that was 2009 that we had it in its infancy. Okay. I started teaching nine times a year. And they said, I said, I do marketing, not servant leadership development. And he said, well, you know more than we do, so we'll hire you for marketing and then meet with our managers nine times a year and, uh, and talk about servant leadership. So you do what most people do. You start, I started with the book, The Servant by James Hunter, which is a book I knew. He did a book club. That's all I knew how to do, a book club. Well, and James was always at Festival College every year. That's right. So I got to know him very well. Um, he would be at Viterbo once in a while, because uh, which is a university in La Crosse, where, where Dave Skogan would pay to have him come in for a free deal. So that's what I knew. And so I just kind of made it up as I went along and picked topics once a month, and I was over in La Crosse nine times a year. And then oh, we do I marketing. Remember that. You remember that? That's yeah. when we were having babies. Yeah. Yep. And all during that time, then we had together. We had Alex, who I met when he was three. Yep. 
Um, Alex was the inspiration that launched Dignify as far as trying to help understand him and connect with my stepson. And then we had three adorable children. Go ahead. They are. Alina, who's 21. She just turned 21. It was fun taking her out, too. It was. Um, Aria just turned 19. And then Amelia is 16. Yeah. So all during that time when I'm running around, I think I went out of town sometimes just to get some sleep. Completely unfair. <laughs> I mean, you, we've been awesome. Danica's always been the, the money control of the company. She's the CFO today. She's my co-owner, obviously. And um, But from day one, I remember babies crawling on the floor among your billing in the living room. Yep. Yeah, I typically like to stay behind the scenes, so hence why this is my first podcast. Um, but, yeah, I think we make a pretty good team. We do make a good team. And I think that's important too, just in, if for any family business that we have our roles to play, we have our strengths and we stick to those strengths, um, not because we want to jump into their lane. We literally are not good in each other's lanes. Would you say that? That's very accurate. Yep. So I say like, I'm, you're the government and I'm private industry. Something like that. I make the money, you manage <laughs> it, disperse it. I hate when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. Um, so now, so that's what launched it. But your, your, your original thing was, when did this really start to launch? I think it was Doll having faith in us and working for them with 10 years really helped to get check-ins going. And we were at an experiment and they were open to it. And we got more and more involved. And then others followed in suit uh, as well. And we had this little group of, you know, then one or two clients that didn't do marketing at all. Nope. Right? Yeah. We had, a, well, we did have a, a large handful of our marketing clients that experimented in yes. this space as we were trying to develop what was the About Me card yes. back in the day. Um, and if any of you were at the About Me card launch, we did have a goat walk across the stage we don't mean great greatest something ever goat is like greatest of all time we mean a literally a, a goat. farm goat a farm goat yep. yeah once my... again his unique um trait coming out okay let me set this up <laughs> so if you guys know dignify you know tells you how to treat someone and my point was you know you know when someone gets your goat you know and then i paused and then the goat went walked across behind me my buddy had a goat why not use it <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? It was, yeah, very creative. But what was really neat in the evolution of a brand is that the, the About Me card system did not work. That is We, we right. programmed this thing. It was part Flash because we had bad advice, and it was part something else. We had two programmers, one in Colorado, one in Utah, where they connected us, and the system never worked at the world premiere. So we had a second world premiere. And that was three weeks later in lacrosse. The first was at the Meyer Theater in Green Bay, and the system didn't work there either. So we sent all these people to the system, and it, for most people, collapsed. That's a lesson. Very unfortunate. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Mm -hmm. um, but then we figured it out. We kept going. Well, I think we've learned from a lot of mistakes that we've made over the last 22 years. And mm -hmm. as we're getting ready to launch the new Dignified 2.0, um, that will not happen again. <laughs> <laughs> it will work. It will work. Well, and we know also there will be, you know, you have glitches when it first starts. Like we, we've done this before. Now you have experience 
And so um, we know what it's like to launch a brand new platform, and it's going to be glitches for a while, but that's what helps make it good. So our, our customers are awesome and clients to tell us, oh, this, is, this didn't connect right, this didn't connect right, so we're excited about that. But Dignify 2.0 is going to be exciting. It is very exciting. It's very robust, and it's designed to support businesses who wish to create a dignity-based culture system. And the magic word is system, something that can be replicated and repeated over and over again throughout the organization. Uh, and the software, the technology helps us do that. It helps track it, helps keep accountable, helps to uh, help people execute what we're asking them to do because it's, it's a simplified way to get started. So it tracks all that, that journey as you go. So we're excited about Dignify 2.0. But you know what I'm also excited about? What? <laughs> it was originally born out of that Monopoly game with Alex <laughs> when he was nine. It's about me card idea. And we've always wanted to get into families. We have always wanted to get into families. And so the business strategy was we already work with businesses uh, to monetize or bootstrap our invention, which we had to do, which bootstrapping simply means we pay for it through any of the profits the business makes, our own personal uh, you know, savings accounts. We have to pay for everything. We're not getting investors to do anything. Um, during that journey, we, just, we, made a, we made the choice to go after businesses because one person who believes in dignity can push it down through the whole organization um, and we can train it and so forth. And the idea was that these employees would be exposed to the to this concept of dignity and communicating with dignity and seeing a person for who they are, and they'll say, can I have that for my spouse? Which is what you're seeing. Is what I'm seeing. We get that. Can I have this for my teenager? Can, I, can, I, can you help me understand my teenager? So the new system allows any employee, so if you already have Dignify, you will have, it'll automatically allow you to create your own little account so that you can connect and create a group of the people you love the most. Um, so think about it. I always, I describe it as the Facebook of meaning. Instead of having 500 friends, the majority you really don't know, how about five, five people in your account that you truly want to get to know? Uh, and that's, and that's going to be launched. That is launched. So Dignify 2.0 will have all that too. So you can go in and individually or from a business. Because right now, or back then, you couldn't go in with the business. So that's an evolution. Yeah, that's exciting. Actually, at one point in our business, I believe you could have an individual. You Was could. that like 10 years ago? We had the About, about me, me World. World. That's right, About Me World. We had About Me card, and then we had About Me World. That one was we had customized About Me cards because they were like these little Well, they were on little cards. rings. Yes, physical cards. So then when we digitized it online, we made that same look, little cards. You could hit on them, they'd flip around, and they do all that fun stuff. And then we had the Mary Kay world. We thought Mary Kay would be a big one. And they had pinkconfidence.com. They go to Pink Confidence and they do their card and they were in the About Me card world. That was one world you could join. Getting to know each other. Yes, they had custom cards that were pink and with roses on it. Yep. And then we had, you know, construction companies and this. They're all part of the same world, but you, you, it was kind of like a LinkedIn at the time kind of a thing. We're going kind of back to at least being able to connect. Yeah, connect and all automated. Yes. No more yes. pocket rings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way. Do you have automated. a pocket ring? Oh, shoot. My car keys, I keep this ring that's this big that I used to put cards on and to remind me of where we started. I think it is important to rem this is fun to reminisce with you because 
people don't step back and reflect on where they started. It's definitely been a, a journey <laughs> over the last 22 years. It's been a crazy journey. And I think the best is yet to come. I agree. I agree. So as we go down, what's one of your greatest memories you have? Of, it could be just even silly or goofy. But what's one of the memories you have of just 23 years doing this business thing together? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I hate being put on the spot. Yes. I would have liked to think about that <laughs> if you, you know, look at my snapshot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like 22 years feels like forever ago that we started this mm -hmm. company, but yet at the same time, we've been through so much over the last 22 years. Um, a lot of really good stuff and a lot of hard stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and just the evolution. I remember Jim Hunter used to always say, if you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting. Yeah. And I definitely think all of the changes that we've made, especially over the last five years um, and moving into the direction that we're moving into, um, launching the new um, Dignify 2.0, changing our name, just, just the evolution that we've had as of late um, just shows that we're, we're not rotting. Yeah. We're, 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 we're green and growing to, to grow and we're excited about the future. And so people ask exciting. why the name change, right. From dignified to profit co. And cause why not? Why not? I mean, <laughs> it gets confusing, right. When you have two brands because it was a profit co Oh, we were profit marketing, by the way. Then we became profit company. Now, we still have uh, two clients who we do marketing for. And what we are able to, to provide them works great. And we love doing it because we have the resources here to do it. And we know them so well. Um, and it's, it's all about the evolution. So we went from profit marketing to profit company. Um, and now we want to be a national brand, if not international. And so that gets confusing. So Dignify... It's, it's easy to remember. It's, it's really who our, what our core is. Even with our marketing clients, I think we always put dignity first. You know, we want to dignify the product. You know, dignify. It was always in our language referring to a product or a person to make it, to make it real and give people credit for what they do because of who they are. So our heart and soul hasn't changed. Nope. Right? We're just stepping into who we are. And I think that represents dignify itself. When you do your snapshot, it reveals who you really are. And we encourage people to step in to who you really are. And so that, that's why I say best is yet to come. I think we're both energized because we found that thing in the world you can be best at the world at, helping people connect with people and understanding people. Not as a goal, but as an understanding. That's from Jim Collins' book and the hedgehog concept. Uh, and that's what we can be best of the world at. And it's exciting to move forward with you on that. Exciting. Future to come. <laughs> yes. So thanks for just tuning in as we go down memory lane, probably more therapeutic for us and for you. Uh, but uh, thanks for sticking around. Check out Dignify.com, and we'll see you on the next podcast. This has been the Dignity Dialogue with Joe Kittinger. Talk at you later.